everyone, this is Kidlet TV's Katja Shipchuk welcoming you to the Kidlet TV podcast. On this podcast series, you'll hear fun and enlightening conversations with stars in the Kidlet world. Story makers Rocco Stino, contributing editor at School Library Journal, contributor to the Huffington Post, and director of Empire State Center for the Book is your host. Will it ever be possible for big sisters and little brothers to get along? If your kids are anything like author and illustrator Kelly Lights Louise in Art, there's a possibility they'll get along swimmingly. Not only does Louise love her brother Art, but she loves art, like drawing and painting. But little brother Art? Well, he also likes art, and he uses his big sister's work as his own canvas. To find out what happens next, be sure to jump into this Kidlet adventure only found on Kidlet TV. I'm Rocco Steno and welcome to Storymakers. Today we have debut author, but not debut book illustrator, Kelly Light. Well, welcome to Storymakers and we have your book, Louise Loves Art. And the first thing I have to do is just have to put that uh, next to you because when I saw Louise and then I saw a picture of you, I said, hmm, is Louise Kelly? She is a little bit. She's definitely based a little bit on who I was when I was a little girl. I mean, the glasses. Mm -hmm. um, I never cut my own bangs, but Louise cuts her own bangs. <laughs> I never did that, but um, she's, I was a little girl who just was obsessed with art. So she's definitely pulled from my childhood. Um, so Louise is a little girl. She's seven years old, and she is obsessed with creating. She's obsessed with sharing her imagination on the outside. She just loves to draw, 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 draw. She's so obsessed with drawing and creating that she kind of doesn't really pay attention to her little brother, and he really wants her attention. And um, his name just happens to be... Art. Art. Yes. <laughs> what a coincidence. So she loves to make art, but she also loves her little brother. So where did Louise come from? Um, she came from doodles. Mm -hmm. She doodles constantly, I doodle constantly. and. Um, she just was something that I started doodling. Um, I had been uh, trying to get published for about seven years, and mm -hmm. I was at the point of frustration, and I just was ready to throw in the towel, and I started to draw, 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 and doodle, doodle, doodle. This little girl who loved to draw, maybe to remind myself, mm -hmm. this is what you really love, so keep going, keep going. And I just happened to, um, when I put her online, got a huge response and thought, oh, wow, this is something that people seem to really like. Um, so I placed her on a postcard. A postcard. I, a I, postcard, I, I have, okay. I have a postcard so, right here. Yeah, so postcards, right, these are the things that as illustrators we send out to editors and art directors to get jobs. And I placed her on a postcard in the spring of 2012. Mm -hmm. And um, since I live in Long Island, the very next day it hit Manhattan, mm -hmm. and the very next day, my phone rang all day. Terrific. And my email box filled, and I went, holy mackerel, <laughs> like, holy mackerel. So um, I, think it's, uh, I think it's true that if you really put yourself into your work, that's what matters. Are, you've been involved in art and animation. Tell us about that. Um, so I, you know, I've, I've always, always since I was four years old, um, wanted to be a cartoonist. And I didn't know or I didn't think that a cartoonist did one thing. I wanted to do newspapers. I wanted to do comic books. I wanted to do animation. I wanted to do children's books. I didn't think I had to pick. So growing up, all I thought was, 
I love cartoons. I love to watch cartoons. I love to draw cartoons. Um, cartoons really were um, where I got all of my inspiration. Um, so uh, right when I graduated from high school, I went off and I was an illustration and an animation major and uh, started working when I was in college at an animation studio in Syracuse, New York, mm -hmm. um, which was called Animotion. And I worked from the time I was 19 in animation till I was 25. Um, I moved out to LA for a while and I worked in animation. But then I had to move back to New York. And in New York, in the mid-90s, there wasn't so much going on um, in animation. And I happened to see, uh, I was actually got a phone call from a headhunter saying, we're opening up this store called the Warner Brothers store back in the 90s. And they needed somebody who could draw Bugs Bunny. And they said, can you draw Bugs Bunny? And I was like, can I draw Bugs Bunny? I can draw Bugs Bunny. So I worked in licensed cartoon merchandise. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did for a very long time, was draw all the famous cartoon characters of the world. So you uh, drew uh, cartoon characters that we're all familiar with. You mentioned mm -hmm. Bugs Bunny. I think uh, you did actually Mickey Mouse. I did Mickey, Mickey Mouse. for Disney. And I did Hanna-Barbera and worked for Nickelodeon and uh, all kinds of and peanuts. But, you know, those were other people's creations. Mm -hmm. And so Louise is your creation. So it's like, you know, this is your child's. Yes, and, and um, after creating all those characters that, you know, were other people's characters, there definitely was a feeling inside of like, I want, some, I want to make something, you know, that comes from inside me. And um, so to think that, you know, I kind of went this circuitous route around mm -hmm. and I wound up making a character. The name Louise, does that, uh, did you name Louise after someone or is that a I name you, you like? Can you share us? Um, yes. So when I was uh, in elementary school, my art teacher, I had a great art teacher and um, she took us to a museum and we saw an exhibit of sculpture, uh -huh. which was by a woman named Louise Nevelson. Mm -hmm. and so I she's, think we heard of her. Yes, yeah, yes. so um, she did these great installations, but she was the very first female artist that I ever learned of. Before that was Michelangelo and Jackson Pollock mm -hmm. and Vincent Van Gogh, all the famous, 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 you mm -hmm. know, male artists of the world, but she's the first art, female artist. And I remember being a girl going like, oh, that's a girl. It's a girl artist. Mm -hmm. I'm a girl artist. So that's why I named her Louise. Oh, great. And, and uh, well, we have Louise and we have Art. And then another one of the characters is this fellow right here. The cat. The cat. And I asked you earlier about poor cat doesn't have a name, but you told me he does. He has a name. He has a name that probably will never appear in a book. Uh -huh. I just call him the cat but I will let you guys in on the secret today. Um, if, a kid, if a child, I'm giving, I've done tons of school presentations. Um, if, if a kid, you know, just a really clever kid raises their hand and says like, but what's the name of the cat? I'll be like, oh, that's a $64,000 question. The cat is named after my personal favorite um, animator cartoonist of all time. Oh. The cat's name is Chuck. Chuck. Named after Chuck Jones. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we know. Yep, now you know, and only the people who watch this episode That's will right. know. Yes. <laughs> and uh, now this is the first of a series, right? Yes, there are two more picture books slated to come out. Um, the next one comes out next spring, and the following one the spring after that. 
and there are four readers that are going to start coming out, interspersed, the next book, then a reader, the next book, and then readers. Explain uh, what a reader is. Um, the leveled readers, um, which usually you see, you see them in bookstores, but usually they're in schools and libraries, mm -hmm. um, with the reading level one, two, three, um, they are the specific you know, written in the specific words of that reading level. Um, but some of the greatest readers of all time, um, like a Danny the Dinosaur mm -hmm. and um, Cat in the Hat was a reader. So things that are, you know, for beginning readers, books written specifically for beginning readers. Each reader will be a different... Uh, a different Louise, Louise story. story. Okay, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And, and to go along with uh, the book, we have a Louise right here. This is like Louise's debut uh, here. Louise, uh, uh, well, she's your creation, but Merrymakers kind of helped bring Louise uh, into a three-dimensional uh, form here with great uh, little sneakers. And we also have a debut of two new characters. And I'm going to hold this up and you can tell us about them. Um, so in the next book, in the next Louise book, Louise is so excited because it is the day the new neighbor's moving in next door. And she's so excited because she just knows that she's going to love art too. And then, of course, she does love art. It's another artist, and Louise can't believe it. But the problem is that she's a very different artist who sees things very differently. Mm -hmm. She's kind of modern. She's kind of funky. She's not quite as effusive as Louise. She's very cool and very, very collected. And her name is Andy. Mm -hmm. And of course, she is taken inspiration from Andy Warhol. Because I always think, what kind of artist could be more different than the kind of artist I am, which is a silly cartoonist, mm -hmm. or Louise is? Somebody who sees things in a very cool and kind of detached way. So Andy is the new girl who moves in next door. And she also has a funny pet. She has a hairless dog whose mm -hmm. name is Bacon. Okay. If bacon is not only a delicious meat, but it's also a famous painter named Francis Bacon. Oh, yes. So there's lots of weird little like winks and nods at the world of art, both in the first book and in the second book. Oh well, uh, can you show us one of the winks to sure. art in this book? Sure. In the first book. There's a spread in the first book where the cat poses for Louise. So the cat is posing for Louise to draw. Right. Just like any artist draws from life. And there's a couple poses that the cat takes. This one in particular, this is The Thinker. Yes. It's a famous sculpture by Rodin. Right? This is a painting by Ang, mm -hmm. which is a reclining, a woman reclining mm -hmm. on the bed. Right, yes. So um, this is similar to Venus in the shell. Um, so uh, there's just these little things that I hope that little kids might not get, but perhaps the parents or the teachers or right. the librarians might go, oh, you know, and then point that out. And that way it's like little subtle touches that teach kids a little bit about the world of art. So the book's been out a while, and I'm sure there are some highlights of being an author and illustrator of Louise Love, uh, Loves Art. So when the book came out in September, um, I started a journey of traveling for a 27-day book tour. Whoa. But I've been traveling on and off ever since then, and have only recently settled down and back into my normal life. But um, I got to go all across the country, and I got to speak to tons and tons of schools and libraries and visited bookstores all over the country. But um, in March, 
I actually traveled uh, to Southern California and um, through creating my own cartoon character, writing my own story, creating this whole world, um, I got to do a presentation at a place in Orange County, California, which is called the Chuck Jones Center for Creativity. And um, it was a dream come true. Well, the same Chuck that... The, the same Chuck who inspired the, the cat. cat. Yes. Um, and I actually got to tell them that the cat is actually named after Chuck Jones. And the Chuck Jones Center is a uh, center that was set up by his estate after he passed away. His family wanted to continue uh, the work that he did. As he um, got older, he became a great teacher, a teacher of up-and-coming artists and children. So they're a nonprofit, and they give free art lessons and animation lessons to children. And they also do outreach to schools that have lost their funding for, um, oh. for art programs in their schools. Um, and as a result of doing a presentation with Louise, I now get to be their ambassador. So I get to have this ongoing relationship with uh, what is the legacy of one of my heroes. So you uh, mentioned that uh, you loved art ever since you were a child. And do you have any memories about uh, what you drew and, and, and why you drew? Um, I drew constantly every, every scrap of paper in my house, every napkin in the napkin holder became, you know, and I put the drawings back in the napkin holder and when it was time for dinner, my parents would be like, oh, she drew on the napkins again. Um, I remember, you know, I was, I was a shy child um, and I was quiet and um, it's been a bit of an adjustment to be so public for right. me because I, even to this day, I spend most of my time, you know, head down, pencil in hand. And that's how I was, um, especially uh, in middle school, um, I had moved in fifth grade, and um, the way that I connected as the new kid in the school was I actually would do drawings, um, especially I would draw girls in bikinis and sell them for a quarter, <laughs> and the boys would, would buy them, and it was my, like, the only way that I could kind of, you know, connect with people as a new kid in school, but um, it's, always, it's always been the thing that I do. Well, you mentioned that uh, you know, your, your uh, style is almost cartoon-like, and uh, is there a graphic uh, story in your future? Um, yes, I would love, love to do my middle school memoir. Mm -hmm. As the new girl who moves in as middle school started, it was not easy. Mm -hmm. And um, I would love to do, I would love to do a graphic novel okay. of that. Well, I'm sure you've mentioned that to your agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Kelly, thank you so much for uh, being here today. Oh, thank you for yeah, having me. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Remember, until next time, give a kid a book in any format.